0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, Motherhood Unfiltered, it's going to be okay. My name is Nikki and I am a life coach and mental health advocate for moms. My mission is to help moms move forward with confidence as they overcome the hurdles of mental health struggles. I have personally experienced the challenges challenges of depression and anxiety, and I know how hard it can be to feel like you're just surviving day to day, but with the right tools and guidance, it's possible to not just survive, but to thrive. As a coach, I provide support, encouragement, and practical skills to help moms build resilience and regain control over their lives. Through my work, I have seen firsthand the transformation that can occur when moms are empowered to take charge of their mental health and well-being. So if you're a mom who's feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or just not yourself, I want you to know that it's going to be okay. I'm here to help you navigate these challenges and move towards a life where you feel confident, fulfilled, and thriving. Let's connect and get started. Hello everybody, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. And today I have Amanda Kate on the line with me. And she's the author of Divine Messy Human, a spiritual guide to prioritizing internal truth over external influence. Go, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I can't even say the rest of it. Uh, mentor, archetypal, life coach, mother, and more. And I'm not going to say that again. So. She will set me straight when we get back, when she gets back on here. But before I bring her on, I just want to remind you, if you're watching on YouTube, to comment, like, and subscribe. If you are already doing that, you're awesome. Thanks. And just share it with someone that you care about. If you're listening on the podcast, please go to Spotify or Apple iTunes to rate the podcast. And that just lets me know how good I'm doing. And so far, I mean, I think I'm doing excellent, but my reviews say I'm doing because I've only got a few out there. So if you could help me out with that, I would greatly appreciate it. And also, one last thing is I've got five spots open for coaching. So if you're someone that has been depressed and struggling with your anxiety, um, I desperately urge you to reach out to me. I have um, my course, How to Get Out of the Funk. And because that was what I was in, I was in a deep funk. And um, and I can help you um, hold your hand and get you started. You know, when things are feeling overwhelmed, sometimes you just need someone there to help guide you and push you along. So, uh, you can go reach out to me at my website, www.nickyasherbowling.com and there's no hype in there. It wouldn't let me add it. So anyway, so without further ado, I have Amanda K. on with us, and I'm so excited to get started talking with her. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry I messed up the title okay. of the book. <laughs> <laughs> no so it's my uh, set me straight yeah.
1: <laughs> you were right with the title of the book it is divine messy human a spiritual guide to prioritizing internal truth over external influence um, the other bit was that I'm a kinesiologist and archetypal life coach <laughs> kinesiology is one of those okay. words that catches people but it's very it yeah. is actually said the way it sounds or it looks
0: so, yeah I yeah are you there oh goodness yeah I'm still here can you hear me? So I, are you there? Yes. Okay. We. I. I think I froze up for a minute.
1: So. So <laughs> wow, I know what
0: that means. But mm. explain to the audience um, what. Uh, okay. Walk me through it again. How do you say it? Kinesiologist. Kinesiologist. Kin- easy. Kinesiologist. Kinesiologist. Oh, kinesiologist. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right now well, we can move along <laughs> <laughs> that's all
0: right kinesiology
1: where we are is a little bit different to the way that it is um marketed in the states so in the states it's very much about muscle movement and mm-hmm. the physical movement of the body when we work in it it's energetic kinesiology which is not just looking at the physical movement Mm-hmm. But also all those other movements within the body, whether it be mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, uh, okay. metaphysical, relational, financial. It's about all of the things that interact with you to make you you and yeah. all of those energy systems, because everything in the world has been, is pretty much been proven to be energy, vibration, frequency. And so mm-hmm. all of those energies and frequencies and vibrations that are us is what we are looking at.
0: In essence, right. the body
1: knows how to heal itself. We've just been taught to look outside ourselves for the answers and we go to the loud pictures and noises and bright yeah. lights and, you know, hurdle mm. through life in our car yeah. at 40, 60, 80, 100 kilometres an hour when we're built to move at walking pace. So our mm-hmm. system is overloaded with external messaging mm-hmm. and kinesiology helps us tap into what's going on under the surface in that subconscious and i just want to redefine subconscious for you a lot of people think subconscious is what goes on between our ears in our brain it is Mm -hmm. not limited to that it is Mm -hmm. literally in every fiber of our being whether it be physical, mental, emotional. It is held in our cellular structure. It is held in Mm -hmm. the way our organs function. It is held in Mm -hmm. the way our systems of the body talk to one another. And Mm -hmm. so what we want to do is find what is stressing the body. Is it physical, chemical, or emotional? Mm -hmm. Is there electrical stresses being put on the body so the messages aren't getting around the way they need to be or they're being interrupted by faulty Mm -hmm. signaling? And what is causing those stresses? Why are those stresses there? What emotion is anchoring them into you and Mm -hmm. stopping you moving forward in the way you want to move forward, whether that be towards greater abundance or health or whatever it is?
0: Mm. That kind of reminds me of like like meditating, you know, or doing yoga or Pilates or something like that because you go to that quiet space in your mind, you Mm. know, and even um, where you can do um, that self-hypnosis type mm-hmm. process. I mean, mm-hmm. is any of that, you know, connected with that? With well, absolutely.
1: Um, I was actually mm-hmm. speaking to a yoga teacher on another podcast yesterday, and mm-hmm. she was mentioning that she was struggling to open her heart space at the moment. And so doing yeah. her camel, which she used to find really easy, she's struggling with right now. And so I just said to her, so what's going on? And she's in a bit of a vulnerable position. Well, of course you're not going to want to open your heart if you're feeling really vulnerable. Right. And we do that
0: subconsciously.
1: Yeah, of course. You know. And what I love about kinesiology is it's finding why you can't do it. What is that emotion that is anchoring in that chest? What what are you trying to protect yourself from so that we can then release it and allow that heart to open more? Or the same with our hips. I can't tell you how many times I've been in pigeon and bawled my eyes out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about when you see someone and their posture is they're hunched over? Do you know, it's really interesting. You can actually tell where they're
1: hurting. So if you see people that are more bent from the middle, they're hiding that solar plexus. And our solar plexus is who we are in the world. It's that real... I am center of the body, if they're just coming forward around the shoulders, they're protecting the heart.
0: Mm -hmm. So they're not wanting to show their
1: heart to the world because it's not safe. It's the same Mm -hmm. with where we carry our weight. If we're carrying our weight around our womb space, around our hips, we're hiding the sacral chakra, which is our personal power. It is our sexuality. It is our sensuality. It is our fertility. And I'm not just talking about motherhood. I'm talking about fertility in terms of creativity and projects and birthing stuff into the world. So you yeah. can see the way it's really inextricably linked to the totality mm-hmm. of who we are. Mm-hmm. How our posture is working.
0: That's so crazy that you said said that because when um, a while back I lost some weight and I felt mm. so um, unsure of myself, you know, and because you're not protected, feel- <laughs> you're exposed. So well, then I'm like <laughs> putting on mm. extra clothes, you know, I'm like what yeah. is wrong with that? You know, is my whole self image that messed up that I feel like you know I was so you know not ashamed but um vulnerable, you know there's like, a protection
1: I was... in weight. there is a protection yeah. in weight. We feel yeah. like we've got a bit of a barrier between our insides
0: and our and our mm-hmm. outsides and where we actually and can we meet don't people. even think about it. It's subconscious. No. I didn't even think about it until after I lost it. Mm. you know, yeah, and now when I look at those yeah. pictures, I'm like, I can, those feelings come back like you know yeah. they come back and I, I can feel those things you know yeah so, so as you develop the safety
1: inside yourself mm-hmm. and the ability to create energetic boundaries mm-hmm. then so for me I remember I had one session with my kinesiologist and we'd been working on all different aspects of my health for ages and I could mm-hmm. not lose this weight that I was holding on to mm-hmm. and we literally, I kid you not, we we found this emotion that I was holding and it was all linked into that. It was linked into mm-hmm. me putting on the weight to protect myself from the external attacks. It was yeah. me protecting um, my sexuality and my sensuality it, mm-hmm. and my fertility in the world, what I was trying to rebirth into the world. And then there mm-hmm. was some going over the solar plexus, so a little bit higher up, which was me protecting, well, am I ready to step out into this world as me, fully realised?
0: Oh, Lord.
1: And we cracked into those emotions. Obviously, <laughs> there was a little bit of snotty tears from me. It's an I ugly cry. Not- <laughs> oh, it was an ugly cry. That-, that kinesiologist has seen me a lot of ugly cry. <laughs> too much <laughs> I, i've i've used a lot of tissues in her clinic um <laughs> but i lost 10 kilos in three months it just fell off me i wasn't even trying because it was that emotional weight loss and all of a sudden God. i was realizing that i was creating this safety inside me yeah. i was creating this this connection to something greater than me that wasn't a person it was the divine it was my spirituality it was yeah it was the higher self me that I was really deeply connecting into. And I was going, I am not going to allow myself to get into another position where I am Mm -hmm. being abused in the way that I was in my past. Right, right. And it was this beautiful way for me to anchor into that. And as I did, oh, my God, it was safe for me to lose weight. I felt amazing because I was able to stand up tall (laughs) Knowing that if that abuse came, I had appropriate boundaries to put in to go, not not with me. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah.
0: So in saying all that, because I know that, you know, a lot of us do emotional eating, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and, but I have been so conf- conflicted because, I mean, I know some people are just, ma- their makeup is, they're just bigger people, oh, you know? Yep but to i feel like in, and i might be wandering out in territory i'm not familiar with but no, so right. i hear things about you know the fat shaming and and people coming out and showing their bodies and mm-hmm. and it's not something we're used to seeing you mm-hmm. know because we grew up saying you know sh- sh- you know being told that that's not healthy mm-hmm. so i mean what is your opinion on that i mean i know we're not talking about specific people But to me, from what I know, I feel like there's things going on with those, with that person or those people, you know, because there's something why, you know, why are they have a lot of gut, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, fat or whatever? I mean, so what's your opinion on that? I mean, I just... So let's take, I'm going to
1: take this literally right, right back. Us as humans... Because I think it explains where we're at now, um, not yeah. just because I want to give you a history lesson. <laughs> there's a point. I oh, swear I there's a point. It. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so if you take us right back to our initial iteration, we were tribes uh-huh. people. Yes. And within that tribe, if we were not accepted by the tribe, we were on the outer or mm-hmm. we were expelled from the tribe. And yes. that expulsion meant death. And yeah, our brain yeah. still goes into I'm accepted by my tribe or I'm cast out into the wilderness to die, because our mm-hmm. brain wants to go mm-hmm. black, white, yes, no, right, wrong. I like, you know, binary, yes, sorting. yeah. So right. subconsciously,
0: did you love this episode of motherhood unfiltered is going to be okay? Click the link in the description to check out my mixtape list already set up to get you started. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. Dot fm to get started. Again, it's a n c h o r dot fm to get started.
1: As babies, as children, as teenagers, as adults, as doing the best Uh we can, messy humans, we are always looking for. Acceptance, validation, connection, love in the outside world, because that safety mm-hmm. in numbers keeps us alive to the next day, and that's the point mm. of us being here is to live another day. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so for sure.
1: nowadays, if you bring that evolutionary stuff in,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: we have a second picture that really influences where we are, mm-hmm. and that is that. About two to 4,000 years ago, the goddess was taken from us and put up into the clouds and made God, and God Mm -hmm. became this guy in a dress who, you know, puts down fire and brimstone and makes sure that we (laughs) live in poverty and we have to earn our stripes in this world, and then we can be in Uh heaven and, you know, raised up but we've got to suffer in this lifetime to get there. So you bring in Mm -hmm. that messaging. Then you look at the way that patriarchal society has grown and evolved over time. And by that, I love men, by the way, I love all people of all the genders. I think everybody Mm -hmm. has their own unique expression that adds to the fabric of this world. But the patriarchal structure where less than half a percent of people are rich and doing well and own most of the world Mm -hmm. The rest of us are in this, well, you know, drudgery and trudging through life and, you know, (laughs) struggling to make ends meet and all of that kind of feeling. So what we get sold is that we need that next cream or that next car or that next thing to make us happy, to make us better, to make us more accepted by our tribe, to allow us to fit in. And all marketing goes into some form of shame. So I see even coaches out there who are supposedly, you know, enlightened shaming people into if you're not making five figures a month, six figures a month, seven figures a month, then you are failing and you need to buy my course, which is the answer to all your problems. Mm. And they're making that five, six, seven figures through shaming other people and telling them they're not good enough and that they need their product. I
0: can't do that. No.
1: (laughs) But you come, from, you come from a different perspective, but you see it all yeah. the time. I, I've actually unfollowed a lot of those kinds of people because they're right, great at right. motivation and they're great at getting people in and paying the money, but not everyone mm-hmm. who goes into their courses has great results. And a lot yeah. of those people end up coming out with a lighter bank balance and no more business to help them recoup mm-hmm. those funds. And then they also come out with this shame programming that I missed something in that course. I didn't do it well enough. I didn't understand it. So it becomes a real shame programming. So they go and buy the next course. And so this is the way we've been trained. Or it's the I need my eyelashes and my fingernails and to look like, you know, (laughs) these ideals of beauty, which Mm -hmm. are, again, tiny and narrow. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's because of this separation. We used to be highly connected to the earth, to her cycles. We used to plant by her cycles. We used to eat and dance and dream and look at the stars through her cycles. We were inextricably connected to the earth. Mm -hmm. And then that worship got taken away. It was held by the very few at the top and it was filtered down to us through messages of fear, which we still get through the mainstream media, which is why I haven't watched the news in the last probably three, three and a half years we yeah. get all those messages of fear. We get all these messages of not good enough, of comparison. Yeah. So when we come into, whether it be fat, well, any kind of shaming, fat shaming, mm-hmm. beauty yeah. shaming, it's a way to keep us controlled. It's a way to mm-hmm. keep us focused on the external products or services mm-hmm. that will help us be mm-hmm. more accepted by those people that we love. Yeah. And that's where our focus is. So, yes, you should love the body that you're in. But are you loving your body if you are filling it full of chemicals and Mm -hmm. fake foods that have Mm -hmm. no nutritional content?
0: Or are you
1: loving your body by eating foods that nourish and nurture not just your body but your soul and your health and vitality?
0: That's so good. I mean, so what is the focus of how you're taking care of yourself? Mm. Yeah. You know, so and that's an individual discovery for each person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so yeah. that just goes back to Nikki needs to mind her own business and take care of Nikki, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> and also it's looking at our cultural ideals. If you think about yeah.
1: every special occasion that we have, look at the foods that are there. Yeah. They are full of fat and sugar, sugar and processed starch. stuff and <laughs> Like and you come out of it and you're feeling so full and bloated and heavy. <laughs> Yet that's how we reward ourselves. Yeah. And and even with children, and I noticed it myself. How did I toilet train my children with chocolate buttons? You get one <laughs> chocolate button when you get the wee on the you know on the potty properly. Yeah. You get Two for a poo. I yeah. rewarded them with. Cho- now knowing what I know, I probably would have chosen <laughs> something different. But that was the way that. You know, I'd always known it to be done. That's how my mum toilet trained me and I just got the advice from her and went, that sounds pretty good and it seemed to work. So, you know, great. exactly. Yeah. But when you look at how we've always linked unhealthy food with treats and with rewarding Mm -hmm. ourselves, Mm
0: -hmm. I've
1: had a really good day today. You know what? I'm going to go and get a hot chocolate and a muffin down at the local cafe. Yep. Or whatever it is, whatever right. your thing is, or a bag of crisps, or I'm going to get, you know, right. how much life is in that food? So if we think about everything being, and going back to the very beginning, energy, mm-hmm. vibration, frequency, mm-hmm. if you are eating dead food
0: mm-hmm. and putting
1: dead food in your system, and by dead food, yeah. I mean highly processed you know there's a big argument about meat and all that and veggies because let's face it once you pick a vegetable it's dead because it's not going to grow anymore yeah. so there's a there's yeah. there's a spectrum <laughs> again that we've got to work on here and i'm not going into right that, right the way, this isn't a, right <laughs> but, but by dead food i mean energetically dead i mean yeah. that food that has been processed to within an inch of its life there are so many mm-hmm. chemicals in there and you just need to read the back of a package and how many numbers and what have you are there
0: yeah yeah for
1: sure if vibrationally there's no energy in that food Mm -hmm. then we're not nourishing our body with energy yeah Yeah. that is bioavailable to our body so by bioavailable i mean our body can take it in Mm -hmm. grind it up and Mm -hmm. reabsorb it and get the nutrients out of it that is needed for our health and vitality Whereas we know yep. with with meat, with eggs, with vegetables, with mm-hmm. food that comes of or from the ground and from the earth, mm-hmm. yeah. the closer to the ground, to the animal, mm-hmm. to the it is, the healthier it is. Yeah. So we know that those foods can be used by our body because we've eaten them for millennia. Right. Right. And they're the ones that help us break you know, get rid of the toxic stuff that's in our body and
0: replenish, Mm re-nourish.
1: But when we're eating those dead foods, we don't get that.
0: Mm. Two things that, so when I was going to college, I took Mm. a a medieval literature course. And so um, we had an end-of-the-semester project to do, and mine was on the medieval foods. So what I learned in that is that the higher up you are, the worst food that you ate because they filled it full of sugars and sweets mm. and all of that. Mm. And the people that could not afford that ate the vegetables out of the ground. The yeah. the you know they they slaughtered their own animals. Everything they were more healthier mm-hmm. than the gentile. You know the the yeah. people. Uh, it, it was it just blew my mind. That, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when they introduced sugar into, you know, the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. who in the world did that? That was the worst thing they could have done, you know, (laughs) but I'm just saying it's, and so when I talk about, there are times where I physically crave, Mm. I want a big juicy salad. I I will say that my husband knows exactly what I need, you know, and, Mm -hmm. but they're like, well, when you eat healthier, it costs more money and you get less food. Well, okay. Let's talk about that because it fills you up longer and you Mm -hmm. don't need to go get something, you know, right away when you eat processed foods. Mm. So those are my two points on that. But yeah, I, I just love that whole explanation. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, what are we focusing on? Are we Mm. feeding our bodies trash or are we feeding it you know, the good stuff that it needs to have. And it's really been a And my when we mind. start asking the questions that mm-hmm. sit
1: underneath that, that's when we yeah. start making the breakthroughs. So yeah. why am I choosing for a better sense of word, non-nourishing foods, unnourishing yeah. foods? Yeah. I don't think they're words, but you get what I mean. Right. Why are we choosing that? What is the psychological, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual energetic. Well, I know what it
0: was for me because I was depressed Mm -hmm. and it's all, it was in this little package. I didn't have to get up and go Mm -hmm. fix something. I didn't even have the energy to go fix something, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was just mindless thing that I was doing. And I think that all goes into play. You, you have to be intentional with, Your care. But also that goes into
1: okay, so how is for you that food and depression linked? Because you were looking to gain Mm -hmm. something from that food Mm -hmm. to help alleviate your depression as well. So the salt and sugar gives us an immediate hit. It gives us an immediate, oh, okay, I feel a bit better. I've got this energy boost. That's why we do coffee in the morning and wine in the afternoon. You know, yeah. it's like this stimulant stimulant to wake us up, and then something yeah. to knock us out at night. Right. And you know, middle of the afternoon, we have something sugar laden because we've got the dip from the caffeine. We're feeling exhausted, and we need something to fill in the time before we can have the sugar from the alcohol. And so we yeah. do often live that way. Right. But what what I want to know, what I want to help facilitate and translate for you is why is that process the one that Mm -hmm. you are living to Mm -hmm. what is going on underneath the surface where is that connection because in eating we are bringing Mm -hmm. in some form of nourishment whether it be you know and i don't like using words good and bad because then we feed that binary Mm -hmm. process yeah yeah we're bringing in foods that we believe are nourishing us in some way Mm -hmm. i'm treating myself i deserve a treat i've had a bad day i'm treating Mm -hmm. myself it's been a great day (laughs) and we go into that mindset but what we're actually looking for at the very basis of it is connection yeah yeah what are we connected to and if i can you know eat until i feel full it's filling up the emptiness that i have from other things that aren't nourishing me oh are you there Oh, I think I've lost you. Oh, (laughs) what I said is often with the depression, what we're looking for is a connection. Yeah. And so what we are doing is we are, if we eat until we feel full we are actually hiding the emptiness Mm -hmm. that is sitting inside us because we are lacking nourishing connection. Now, whether that be nourishing connection to other people or to our life purpose that we're ignoring because we're in a dead-end job that doesn't nourish our soul or whether we're not having the relationships with friends and family that we want to have, Mm -hmm. there will be an emptiness that we are trying to fill.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, because I know... I think a lot of people will will do that, mm-hmm. whatever that is. I always do did food. It could be mm-hmm. anything for anybody.
1: Oh, it can be shopping, it can be sex, it can be yeah. alcohol, it can be drugs, it can be cigarette. Yeah. Like there's a million and one things.
0: What I we was want to try do comforting is comforting myself. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't. It, it's self-soothing.
1: It was. It's like sucking your thumb. But we're not allowed <laughs> to suck our thumbs as adults. So you
0: know. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, that probably would have been better. I mean. <laughs> so yeah. how does someone balance, you know, this? I mean, do you just like attack it all at once or do you just, oh, no. you just do it a little at a time? I mean.
1: The way I look at it is it's a process. Things mm-hmm. will only come up for you to deal with when you're ready to deal with them. Now, I talk yeah. about my healing in two different ways sections there's the internal scaffolding which is the bits that you said about the yoga the meditation the journaling the things that I can do yeah. myself to start processing yeah. and I will do oracle card reading so that I can gain guidance through you know the pictorial mm-hmm. type sense or mm-hmm. I will listen to music and see where it takes me or I'll read books that's my internal scaffolding mm-hmm. and listening to my own intuition about what I need and what's going on yeah. then externally rather than the external influence which is what I'm trying to get you to turn into that internal truth through the book and through yeah. the work that I do, we create right. external scaffolding and that external scaffolding is supporting us from the outside in a healthy, positive way.
0: Mm, so they okay. are
1: the healers, the coaches, the, um, the, the friendships that we have that support us in a mm. healthy way. Now I have a list yeah. of people in my, you know, <laughs> phone. I was going to say Rolodex <laughs> then, and then I'm like, we don't have those anymore. Um,
0: <laughs> but i be like, what's the Rolodex? <laughs> <laughs> I know, showing my age there. Um, <laughs> but, you know,
1: if I've got an issue that that I'm faced mm-hmm. with, as I'm walking yeah. the beach in the morning, I will go, okay, who do I need to call to help me get a new perspective on this? And a name will drop in and I'll ring them. And often they'll have a cancellation or they'll have an appointment at a certain amount of time and I'll be like, perfect, okay, book me in, I'll come see you. Yeah, And then I trust that they're the person that are going to be able to give me the right perspective on where I'm at because I'm in my stuff. I can't process my own stuff regardless of how many thousands of dollars' worth of tools and education that I have provided myself with because (laughs) I'm in it. I need other people to help give me a perspective. right or tools where I can see my problem from different perspectives so that Mm -hmm. we can make that vibrational disharmony in my body harmonious again. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the way I like to look at the healing is we do need external scaffolding. We do need a number of different modalities too. I am never going to be the only person that somebody needs. Neither are you. and mm-hmm. I hate to say it because, you know, we mm-hmm. sometimes wish that we were. But <laughs> I encourage my clients to go and see a naturopath, to be seeing an acupuncturist, to be seeing other yeah. professionals yeah. because then they're approaching it from different points of view and getting uh-huh. that overall picture much quicker of oh, where they're at yeah. and why they're there. But also we want to do it at a, at a pace that Mm -hmm. your nervous system can handle. Mm -hmm. So I've had healing responses before where people have tried to clear more than, you know, I've been prepared to or they've opened up containers that they haven't then properly energetically sealed and I've gone out into the world and I'm like, whoa, I can't cope with this. Yeah. Now what I try and do is, gently peel back the layers make Mm -hmm. sure that there's you know a beautiful wrapper around it and Mm -hmm. then they can go out they can process it in their own time and by the time they come back to me the next layer has bubbled to the surface for us to look at right often with healing i think people think it's like this pandora's box and they wrap it with chains and they right yeah i think you need to be be responsible about
0: it it because if it was someone like me i would probably just saying that If you open all the crap, you know, at once, it's hard to, I would just, I would just like, I, and I think that's where people probably end up losing it altogether, having a nervous breakdown or worse, you know, ending their own life or hurting other people. I think that would be just the worst thing ever. So yeah, I mean, we need to be responsible about how we yeah. get into those feelings, you know, or those things that we've been hurt by. I, absolutely. I think it is like
1: that Pandora's box that I was saying, you know, we try and wrap it tight yeah. and put it at the bottom of the ocean and put some things on, but these bubbles always come out and it's like this. And I think we're afraid <laughs> when we yeah. go into healing that if we take yeah. the lid off, it's all going to come spewing out all at once. <laughs> yeah, but with trauma-informed specialists in their mm-hmm. industry – They can open the box, take out the Mm -hmm. first bit of healing, close the box. Mm -hmm. We deal with this bit. We leave the rest. We are in control of that lid. And together we open and close that lid and we make it a safe environment. One of the things that I say to people is you spend so much more time choosing your car, choosing what shoes you're going to buy, trying on bathers than you do (laughs) choosing mental health professionals to work with or coaches or whatever to work with on our mental, emotional, and spiritual health.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, to me, they're like, well, they're they're all the same, right? No, they're not. They're not. You should be careful. And yeah. if there's someone that you feel is like leading you astray or down a negative mm. path, I mean, yeah. Get out. Do not continue to go to that no. one because they're not for you, right?
1: You so. have free will choice on who you choose and you owe the therapist
0: mm-hmm.
1: nothing if they are not getting you the results that you need. Oh, yeah. What sure. you need is somebody that you feel connected to mm-hmm. and safe with to explore that Darkness that we all have, and bring it into the light, learning to gently Mm -hmm. love it and reconnect it into the whole.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if
1: we can do that, then we see that progress
0: because we feel like we're being lovingly held. Mm, I love that. Mm. Thank you so much, Amanda. I, this is, this is much more than what I expected, but (laughs) I mean, sometimes our original
1: conversation had said it would but you know what i knew it would go in the perfect direction with you so i trust you know i love love
0: learning about new things even if i'm like well those people i mean there's been some people i talked to i'm like well they're loonier than you know a bird or something i don't know but (laughs) but i still love talking to them because i'm Hmm. like you know i don't know unless i have that discussion you know and Hmm. There's other people out there that are like me you know they don't know either and yeah. maybe they're feeling lost and they're like i I just need something you know yeah. and that's where I was a couple of years ago I you know I was so depressed and my husband's like, you've got to do something you can't continue to live like this and yeah. I was and I knew that but I just like I did not even have the gumption mm-hmm. to even think about it. You know, yeah. it was just all of it was just too much for me at that mm. time. And, and like we, you know, I had to take baby steps to, mm-hmm. you know, improve, you know, one little thing at a time and to deal with it. And there are still things I'm dealing with to, you know, today, mm. but because <laughs> you're not before. dead yet, there's always going to be <laughs> layers to unpack. <laughs>
1: And I think that's the thing. People go, when am I going to be healed? How many sessions do I need? And I'm going, well, it depends on how deep you want to go because I'm still going however many years later. I know, right? you know. I am a big onion over here. (laughs) Those, and you're never going to reach the center. And that's the whole point. And I think one of the things that you mentioned there, which I think is beautiful, it is about those baby steps. If you think about the life path you are on now, yeah. And you just make one or 2% changes mm-hmm. every day, every week. It is not mm-hmm. too long until you are on a completely dif- different trajectory. <laughs> yeah. And when you look back, you go, oh my God, I've made these massive <laughs> quantum leaps. And you're going, yeah. I've just made such big changes. Yeah. but the quantum leaps come from those tiny little simple steps that you put into your daily life and
0: yeah. those
1: little check-ins of okay i'm a little bit low today have i been looking after myself what's been going mm-hmm. on for me have i been listening mm-hmm. to my intuition have i had yeah. downtime am i too plugged in we start to go oh yeah that's why i'm feeling a bit low yeah. all right back to step one <laughs> let's put those practices in place again
0: right and 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 it can't be all it's, it wasn't like all emotional and it wasn't all hmm. physical it wasn't all mental it was all of it and yeah. you just i just had to work with what what once i went through one problem the next problem would pop up and that was yeah. like the most pressing thing i had to work on just like yeah. recently i did a dna um test and <gasps> i've heard day, about this i well yeah i mean but this one is where they check the medication that you're taking to see if it is in alignment with your body. And one of the medicines I was taking was not working as efficiently as, Mm -hmm. and then they offer something else. So the doctor switched me and Mm -hmm. we learned that I was deficient in folic acid. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) who knew? I mean, I would never thought. And so, you know, so I, that got changed or tweaked or whatever. And it was like such a big boost in my energy, you know, yes. because I was missing those things. Mm-hmm. And um, which so one's it's folic acid? Also, is that B six or B three? B It's a B. I think it's B B nine. Oh B nine. Okay. So an interesting also,
1: thing about your B vitamins, and this is just a, yeah. you actually need to take a complex B as well as the one that you need to top up on. And some doctors don't know that. So I always mention it to people who've been supplemented on any of the B vitamins because they work Mm -hmm. as a group and a collective. So what you want to do is take the broad spectrum and then add whichever one or ones you need on top of that.
0: Yeah. Well, I just, I started doing that anyway, as soon as I read the report and I, so here I am, I'm trying to trick my doctor. Right. So I'm not even mentioning this stuff. I'm like, let me see what he's going to say to me. Because as soon as he got the report back, he, he they, the office called me to make an appointment. And I'm like, yeah, let's see what he's going to say. Because I'm, Nikki's here and already knows. He doesn't know that I have a copy of the report, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so he mentions part of it, but he doesn't mention the folic acid. I said, well, what about that folic acid remark? He's like, starts shuffling through the papers. So I got a 50 on him, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been going to him for a long time and I think I get on his nerves, but sometimes so. But you're
1: in control of your own health and your provider is there to
0: also listen to you as much as
1: you're there to listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's brilliant.
0: I have been complaining for months that I have been feeling tired. Mm -hmm. And so I automatically thought it was my thyroid. Well, Mm. he's, you know, we kept testing it and my numbers were fine. And, you know, and so when I had that DNA test done, and so now, so when I had the follow up after taking the change, making the change in the, the uh, extra supplements, I was like, man, I feel like a million bucks, you know, Awesome, and that's so great. <laughs> I know. And, and so you just but a couple of years ago, I would not have mm-hmm. been able to be even pay attention to that because I was so sad you know, about whatever this thing that had happened in my life. And Mm -hmm. I was just so sad over it. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even go get myself a drink. I had no energy at all. And Mm -hmm. it was awful. It is probably Mm -hmm. the worst I have ever felt. And, and, you know, and I had been through a divorce, you know, I raised Mm -hmm. my boys and remarried. I mean, surely in some point in my life, something would have been worse than that. At that Mm -hmm. moment, it did feel like that. It didn't feel like that yeah. at all. Well, I yeah. definitely urge y'all that are sad, <laughs> have some problems, to look into this. You know, mm. I mean, I love talking to Amanda. She's so articulate. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. So, I know. She taught me how to oh. say a word. Let's see, a kin, kinsey. Oh Jesus, hold me. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> kin easy ology. <laughs> oh, can easyology. See, I keep That's wanting it. to say the the S on the second syllable. So yes, yeah. how can we get a hold of you, Amanda, if you know, mm-hmm. we want to find out more about what you're doing and you know how to help ourselves. Yeah. Uh, My website is au.
1: So remembering the .au for Australia and all of my social links Mm -hmm. are there. So I'm on Facebook and Insta and TikTok and LinkedIn (laughs) and all of them. So,
0: yeah. So check it out there. It's the easiest way to go and then connect with me on the other platforms. Well, that sounds awesome. Interesting fact is I don't ever do Instagram. I mean, I don't do any of it. I I post, but so... I was looking at my numbers and I get the most hits on Instagram. So I've been trying to learn how to use it and <laughs> it's a mess. So
1: anyway, yeah. but I will. Oh, they take a lot of work.
0: There. Yeah,
1: they're,
0: they're a lot of work. <laughs> and I know. I am well, sporadic. I decided to do a, like a live video and I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. There's no button that says stop recording you know I know and I, was, <laughs> and I was like so I and then I start talking to myself oh duh Nikki you're live still <laughs> you yeah, know that confused anyway, me I figured it out well. but people who know me <laughs> and follow it. me they they're like there's always something going on with her so but I'm so glad we got to talk I've so enjoyed myself you too. Hello everybody, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay and today I have Amanda Kate on the line with me and she's the author of Divine Messy Human, A Spiritual Guide to Prioritizing Internal Truth Over External Influence, oh my lord, (laughs) I can't say the rest of it, Uh, mentor, archetypal, (laughs) life coach, mother and more. And I'm not going to say that again. So she will set me straight when we get back on, when she gets back on here. But before I bring her on, I just want to remind you, if you're watching on YouTube, to comment, like, and subscribe. If you are already doing that, you're awesome. Thanks. And just share it with someone that you care about. If you're listening on the podcast, please go to Spotify or Apple iTunes to rate the podcast. And that just lets me know how good I'm doing. And so far, I mean, I think I'm doing excellent, but my reviews say I'm doing because I've only got a few out there. So if you can help me out with that, I would greatly appreciate it. And also, one last thing is I've got five spots open for coaching. So if you're someone that has been depressed and struggling with your anxiety, um, I desperately urge you to reach out to me. I have um, my course, How to Get Out of the Funk. And because that was what I was in, I was in a deep funk. And um, and I can help you um, hold your hand and get you started. You know, when things are feeling overwhelmed, sometimes you just need someone there to help guide you and push you along. So... Uh, you can go reach out to me at my website, com, and there's no hyphen there. It wouldn't let me add it. So anyway, so without further ado, I have Amanda K. on with us, and I'm so excited to get started talking with her. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry I messed up the title okay. of the book. <laughs> no it's my uh, set me
1: straight (laughs) (laughs) you were right with the title of the book it is divine messy human a spiritual guide to prioritizing internal truth over external influence um the other bit was that i'm a kinesiologist and archetypal life coach (laughs) kinesiology is one of those words that catches people but it's very it is actually said the way it sounds or it looks so yeah i yeah
0: are you there oh goodness yeah i'm still here can you hear me? So I, are you there? Yes. Okay. We. I. I think I froze up for a minute. So. So <laughs> right, I know what that means. But mm. explain to the audience um, what. Uh, okay. Walk me through it again. How do you say it? Kinesiologist. Kinesiologist. Kin- easy. Kinesiologist. Easy. Kinesiologist. Oh, kinesiologist. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right now well, we can move along <laughs> <laughs> that's all right kinesiology where we are is a little bit different to the way that it is um, marketed in the states so in the states it's very much about muscle movement and the mm-hmm. physical movement of the body when we work in it it's energetic kinesiology which is not just looking at the physical movement
0: If you enjoyed my show, Motherhood Unfiltered, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and be sure to come back next week for another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered. Until then, this is Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered, and don't forget, it's going to be okay.